Welcome to the Airstream Chronicles. Today is Wednesday, September 26th, and I'm the podcast host, Rich Sharpentier. As always, thanks for stopping in and checking out what's going on in the podcast today and spending a little of your time with me. So, today is Wild Card Wednesday, and I decided that we should talk about small business ownership and believing in yourself. That's right. You've got to you've got to have some belief in yourself and your concepts if you're actually working for yourself. Whether you're a full-time RVer working from the road or you're building your own small business in your hometown, it doesn't really matter when it comes right down to it. Being a small business owner means that you've got some faith in yourself, and sometimes that faith gets shaken. So, we're going to talk about my faith isn't shaken today, by the way, but it does happen. And I've had those times where I'm just like, oh, am I doing the right thing? I really miss that guaranteed check from, you know, Sprint or AT&T or USL. That was always really nice. Every two weeks, you knew um, you knew a paycheck was coming in and it didn't really matter. I mean, it mattered that you showed up to work and that you did your job. But um, when you're doing your own small business, that guaranteed paycheck every couple of weeks, it just isn't there. So you count on your outreach, you count on proving your value to people, and uh, that takes time. And, you know, I've been doing this particular business now for over four years, um, just doing the network design consulting, web work, SEO work. And um, there are days when I do shake my head. But what I really want to talk about today, about that self-belief, if you've been following the podcast, you know that I'm putting together a new series of courses on Udemy.com, a series of courses I wish I'd done a couple years ago when Udemy first connected me, uh, contacted me, I should say, but I didn't know who they were, and I didn't feel good about putting up my own intellectual property on a site that I wasn't certain about. I look back now and I say, wow, you missed some great opportunities, but I'm taking those opportunities now and building the classes. It's it's moving along. The classes aren't a full-time income by any stretch of the imagination yet, but every month I am seeing a paycheck and sometimes it's only 20 bucks, sometimes it's a couple hundred bucks, but this is just one of the revenue streams. But so I was thinking about the faith and confidence in myself after yesterday because I've been putting together this new landscape photography class, and there's a lot of landscape photography classes out there, but I think that I've got something a little different that other instructors don't have. Um, a lot of us do have experience creating uh, beautiful photography, doing professional photography work for years, but there's more that goes into this class. So yesterday... I started really early in the morning. I went ahead and did this podcast, and I got right back to the work that I was doing, assembling some new lectures on some photography basics, things like exposure and composition and rules and what rules you can break and what rules you should stick to. And as I was rolling through my morning into the afternoon and I made lunch around 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I realized that um, I'd done well over five hours of time on one 12-minute lecture. So it's a lot of time invested up front producing these classes. So you see the final results. Students see the final results. One of my classes is three hours and some change. 
Um, another one is three hours and some change. Another one is like nine hours. And I've talked about this before on YouTube and on this podcast. So when you're putting video together, you know, I've looked around and some people say, you know, for every minute of web video, there's probably an hour of time invested in there. And so when these lectures are 10, 12 minutes, um, there is a lot of time invested that you don't see. So you as the student, you as the person who's viewing the final product, you say, oh, hey, Rich's class is three hours. Why did it take him weeks to put it together? Um, it took me weeks because I'm looking to be accurate, I'm looking to be informative, and I'm also looking to really educate you on the topics that I'm talking about. Uh, I've seen a lot of courses, and I've taken some courses online, where the instructor assumes a lot of knowledge. So I took a Final Cut Pro class the other year on lynda.com. It was a very good class, but I had to keep pausing the class and going and looking at other YouTube videos to fill in the information that the instructor skipped over. So the instructor assumed that I was kind of an intermediate user and I needed a class for beginners. I can't remember if they called it intermediate or beginners. It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is I had to go research elsewhere to learn about what this guy was talking about. It's kind of like when I was a kid. Um, I remember in second grade, I got onto a massive reading binge. I read everything out there. I read The Lord of the Rings. I read The Hobbit, you know, so the trilogy of the rings. And in second grade, you don't know all those big words. So my mom got me a dictionary. I got me a Blue Webster's Dictionary. And when I'd read these books, I'd stop in the middle of sentences and I'd whip open the dictionary and go do some reading so that I knew what that big word was that I couldn't understand. So I was reading a book with a dictionary by my side. And that's how I feel about some online courses that I've personally taken is that I needed that dictionary by my side because the instructors assume knowledge. So sometimes my classes go a little longer and the reason they go a little longer is because I really keep it in the back of my head that my students, um, don't know these things. I'm not assuming knowledge. So when I start things on my classes, I'm assuming you're starting from scratch. So people who are more fluent with photography or editing or website building, I've actually had comments on one of my web classes that it was too basic. And I responded to that person and I said, um, it says for beginners, right? In the title, it really, I really meant it for beginners. I'm assuming that you don't know anything about WordPress, so we're going to start you from scratch. And I'm going to assume that you don't know anything about creating manual exposures with your cameras or smartphones. And I'm not going to assume that you're a Lightroom expert and that you already know how to edit. I'm not even going to assume that you know how to import photos into Lightroom. I'm going that basic because most everyone out there, the majority of the population, isn't doing this stuff. They might be interested in learning about how to do it on the side. They might be interested in learning to see what goes into a website build with WordPress and XTheme. So I get that. So I'm not going to assume knowledge. And so that makes things a little longer and a little harder on me. It would be great to skip over editing and just do a class on landscape photography. But 
editing is a huge part of digital photography. Editing was a huge part of analog photography when we were using film. There was editing that went on behind the scenes that most people didn't know about. And now with Photoshop and Lightroom and all the rest of the toys out there, people are aware that editing happens. It's always happened in photography. So I can't separate a landscape class from some conversation about editing. With that in mind, that means that there's going to be more time invested in the class. The class is going to go longer. But bottom line for students, they're going to get a lot of value out of this, right? Absolutely. So all of this comes back to, you know, believing in yourself, believing in my own work in the case of what I'm doing, because I'm putting a lot of time, a lot of unpaid time into building these products. So, you know, I am willing to invest in myself. I'm saying to myself, here's, um, here's what you need to do, Rich. You're going to need to spend three to four weeks gathering all the material. You're going to need to spend more time editing the material in a way that's comprehensive and easy to understand even for the most, um, for the greenest photographer out there, they, for this person's finally decided, hey, I want to get further down the road with my photography. I need a landscape photography class. I'm giving them the basics. I'm talking to them about very simple things, things that most photographers know about, but I'm not going to assume that knowledge. So I'm making this really huge investment of my own time to put this course together. And so I was thinking about it and I said, well, you know, I believe in me and I've been told multiple times by different students over the years that I've got a good instruction style, that I do my documentation well. Back in Sprint, my, uh, my first telecom job, I ended up writing up a lot of standard operating procedures for switch updates, for dialing plans, for... Uh, updates done overnight during our maintenance window. I had to write a lot of those um, SOPs, and I had to write a lot of these instruction manuals on the steps to take for our switch technicians who would do the upgrades overnight. And that skill set developed over the years while I was in telecom. I ended up writing a lot of standard operating procedures, and I ended up building a lot of tracking and maintenance tools from the ground up. And then I had to teach the other people who were going to use these tools how to use them. Even in my own classes that I've done on Udemy now, um, one of my students said that this was one of the best classes he ever took on Udemy. Another student gave a lot of praise and enjoyed the pacing of what I was doing and the fact that I wasn't assuming knowledge. Her only complaint, and she did have a complaint, was that the volume was off on a couple of the lectures and that was because I'd, I, I went ahead and swapped microphones and I messed up on a couple of lectures. So I got back in touch with that student and I made corrections as well. So that way no other students would have to deal with it. So that was great of the student to tell me. But overall, I've been getting awesome feedback from my X-Theme and WordPress class. I've gotten my first five star on my drone photography class and the Lightroom class only recently launched so we've only got a couple students so I'm not expecting feedback yet. But while there's no feedback out there, it does leave you a little nervous because here I am building more products. So I'm making more of these courses and I'm just you just have to have faith that um, 
that your instruction style does work, that your product does work. So you don't have to be creating courses. So for other small business owners, whatever it is you're working on, I know there's this giant leap of faith behind your small business. And I know that you're investing the time and you're really pouring in a lot of time, time that you don't see returns from right away. The returns are way out there. And, you know, unless you're inventing the next iPhone or the next tablet or the next smart device or the next totally autonomous drone, you know, the earth-shaking um, innovations out there, whatever it is you're doing for your small business, you've got a lot of faith in yourself. And I want to tell you to keep that faith. So yesterday when I was thinking about it, I was like, I was looking back over the you know past week about how much time investment has been taken. You know, Thursdays are my regular update days for my ongoing maintenance clients. I've got a couple other small projects for a couple of my clients. And the rest of my free time seems to be me filming video of me photographing, um, me filming video of aerial photography, uh, me on screen talking to students or talking to podcast listeners, and um, doing all of this time investment up front. It's going to pay off, and you have to believe that. If you, if you don't feel like this is going to pay off and the work that you're doing in your small business isn't building to something, you might want to reconsider your small business. Not everybody's cut out to do this. And I do have my days where I'm like, oh, I can't take this anymore. Um, all of this time investment and you talk to a potential client who devalues your work and thinks that you should build them a world-class website for $500. Um, that gives me a chuckle for sure. So things like that do kind of tear you down a little bit. And that's why I'm also looking at multiple revenue streams. So I'm doing the classes. I'm doing the web work. I do the SEO work for my clients. I'm doing aerial work. All of these things come together to make enough money to make rent and pay for food each month and pay that cell phone bill and that automobile tax and that federal tax and all of the other things. So I'm trying to build a little momentum behind each thing. And all together, they allow me to earn a modest living right now. I'd like to get back to those days with those big checks every two weeks. That would be great. So you can do that by working for another business, or you can do that by building your own business. So right now, I'm still working on that building my own business. And the business is viable. I do have ongoing clients. The clients are seeing returns from the work that I've done for them. So that's fantastic. But I've got to get it up to that next level. So one thing is find more clients or charge more to the current clients. That's Those are some of the decisions and things that you have to think about. And the other thoughts, these classes that I'm investing all this time in. Because instead of investing all this time in the classes, maybe I could be investing that time in more potential client outreach. So there are trade-offs. You really have to believe in the thing you're doing. So I am believing in this new landscape photography class, and I hope that uh, you as a listener, if you're interested in website building with WordPress and XTheme, that you check out the class. 
If you're interested in photo editing with Lightroom and seeing my entire workflow, when you learn Lightroom, it's such a time saver if you like doing photography and shooting a lot of photos. Lightroom is a great management platform and Lightroom is an awesome editing platform. It's probably all you need as a photographer. Or if you want to learn about drone photography, I did a class on that. So I've got all these things out there. So if any of these things catch your interest, let me tell you, they're psychotically reasonably priced on Udemy. Udemy is always doing crazy sales, so I don't make much per class. You know, with all the sales they've done, if I'm averaging $5 a student, I'm doing great. Um, and that's just because of all the sales they do. I could opt out of the sales, but I think I would get less students. So I let them do the advertising for me, and I'm hoping over time that momentum is built with each of these courses. And a lot of Udemy instructors do that. They have multiple classes out there. They've got some very popular classes. And then they've got other classes that weren't quite up to it, but they use those classes as referrals to their really popular classes. So, yep, I'm still believing in myself this morning. I want you to be believing in yourself, too, as a small business owner. And so pop by here for inspiration or for complaining together, you know, because sometimes there are the days when I'm going to just say, you know what? Let me tell you about what I just got asked. And I'm going to do another one of those this week. So there you go. But um, no matter what it is you're doing, if you're good at it and you enjoy it, I hope you can make a career out of it because um, there's something to be said for the pride in your work after it's all said and done. So I wasn't questioning whether or not I believed in myself yesterday. I was just working through the process of realizing there's well over 40 hours into this right now. You're seeing no returns yet because it's not even available to people online yet. You've got to get it done, but you've got to get it done the right way. So that's the big thing for me that I mentioned earlier. I don't assume knowledge. So right there, I'm making a lot of extra work for myself where some of the other courses I've seen on landscape photography, they gloss over a lot of stuff. They gloss over editing. I don't want to do that to my students. I want them to walk away feeling totally prepared to improve their photography. And like I said, so for you, my podcast listeners, if you're interested in any of these topics at all, the links are down in the show notes. And I would really appreciate if you sign up to one of the classes, learn a little bit about what I'm doing, and maybe it'll give you some ideas for your own small business or some ideas for your own small mobile business if you're an RVer like me. All right, everyone, thanks again for spending some of your morning with me today. I'm going to get back to work. I've got a lot of editing to do, and I've got several hours of client project work to do because I just got a ton of images from one of my clients for some new pages they're doing, so I'm going to be spending a good bit of time on that today as well. Once again, as always, thanks for stopping in and hanging out with me. The intro and exit music on every one of these episodes is licensed through soundstripe.com. So today's intro and exit bumpers, licensed through Soundstripe. Link to Soundstripe is down in the show notes as well. If you've got any audio and video projects coming up where you need some really great music that you know you're okay to publish online and that can be associated with for-profit ventures, Soundstripe is probably one of the better choices out there. I know that there are other ones out there. I've tried a lot of them, and Soundstripe's made me very happy with their audio selection. So go click on that link down in the show notes. And also, don't forget, 
you're allowed to back this podcast. So if you go over to Anchor FM, you can support this podcast. And I'd really appreciate your support because like I said, I'm trying to build multiple revenue streams. And if this has value to you and the information has value to you, go ahead and kick in a couple of bucks and let me know that I'm doing the right things. I've seen the podcast is growing. The number of people listening are growing. So I know we've got an audience out there. And thanks for being part of that audience, by the way. I really appreciate that as well. All right, everyone. It's the middle of the week. I hope you're getting through okay. And the weekend is not far off. Have an awesome day.